and welcome back to the Dapper Mash Show. Uh, this is episode five, I think. Five, four. Who's counting? We're public school victims. <laughs> um, so, first off, I have to say, I'm sorry for not getting out an episode last Monday. Uh, we had educational issues. Yeah, I was just not in the best mood. And not in the best mind, state of mind. So, um, yeah. Uh, let me check. Because I've done stuff that we should uh, talk about. Uh, yeah. By the way, this is the final stand. I was introduced by my ungrateful daughter. I didn't introduce myself. I just said it's Dapper Mouse. You might be Dapper Mouse. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you might be the man with Dapper Oh, this is Dapper Mouse. <laughs> Dapper Mouse. Okay. Um, oh, uh, I, have a, I have an announcement to make. Um, we recently, well, I've had a Twitter for a while, and I recently made a, follow, a, Twitter, a Twitter for my father. So, if you want to follow me, I am at Dapper Mouse, uh, all lowercase, uh, and underscore, uh, instead of the space. And my folder is, uh, Final Stand 64, capital F, capital S, and no spaces in between Final and Stand. Yes, that's me, Final Stand. Yeah. 64, because that's when I was born. Yes, I'm ancient. And let's get your progress on the chapters. Okay, first on Life is a New Hire. Chapter 49. Still not a lot of progress. I got some ideas percolating. But I already had some ideas percolating. I seem to have them down. But no real progress made in writing it. I am sorry. Percolicious definition. On the other hand, I have looked at uh, A Life Not My Own again. And chat about looking at Chapter 5 for that story. Is that, someone else brought that up. Is that the one because you were watching Red Stories? Is that, is that the one inspired by uh, Reddit Stories now? Reddit Stories? No, 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 no. This is where uh, Dominic, our protagonist, is with his all-girl posse uh, in the Philippines, uh, and he has just killed a, a Muslim fanatic. Ah. And he is explaining to the Muslim fanatic's boss why he's not really responsible. Hmm. I, why, he's, why he shouldn't get killed. <laughs> oh, hi, Libby. Sorry, our dogs are... Wanting attention because yep. they're here. Okay, but um, also, um, well, tell them about your game. Oh yeah, I am trying to start up a D and D campaign with my brother, my ex, and we need more people. I'm probably gonna ask friends, so sorry if any of you wanted to join uh, a 19 year old girl's D and D campaign. That's kind of like going to be really bad because this is my third time campaigning. The first time it, no, stop. Sorry, the first time. Okay, the first time, sorry, my dogs are playing. The first time, um, I was, it was at my first d group, and we were all in high school, and I was trying to make, uh, one of them, uh, one of the players was actually the secret heir of the throne. I was actually going, it was just a toss-up between me actually choosing one, because I already basically knew who I wanted to be the royal heir, because everyone else was kind of a dick, but I love those dicks. Um. <laughs> That's what dads want to hear. Yeah. Well, I wasn't the only girl. There was Emmy. Uh, she's nice. Uh, but uh, in but in that campaign, um, I was either going to roll it or I already knew who it was going to be. And it was going to be Emmy because Emmy is, like, nice. Um, so, so in the game... Um, what about the current game? Oh, well, I have, I have to talk about my second game. Oh, sure. My second game uh, was done with my current... Was done with my second group that I'm currently still playing with. Um... So in that game, uh, it was supposed to be like a weird technological advanced society that recently, that like a thousand years ago went into collapse. So there's like a bunch of technology all over the place. 
and like uh dragons were genetically modified and yeah well like, like about the chief main bad guy bard went into battle with pipe organ dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah um because you're 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 going to fight uh the party that's in charge of the capital that you're in uh mm -hmm. and who you think are the good guys at the start but later on are the bad guys because they want to because they they're following their leader, who is a warlock, but he says he's a cleric because he technically does have one of the one cleric. But um, so he um, his family was killed uh by a different by a different country, and like this country was taken over by dragons because of the that because the uh what's the religious country called oligarchy? Is that a... Theocracy. Theocracy. The theocracy country and the dragons joined together to defeat his country, and so the dragons got his country. And so he wants to kill the dragons, and he wants to kill that uh, theocracy. And it didn't go anywhere because I was too mad to uh, be DMing, and I'm trying to calm down from it, but yeah. And my current one is, um, I'm going to do, um, let me put down my dog. Um, let me find what I was looking Uh, I'm doing, uh... The I want to do some of uh, the campaigns from Tales of the Yawn Portal and also add my own stuff into it. So, uh, they're mainly going to be, uh, up from, uh, they're mainly going to, the, the, they're going to do side stories from, uh, that game, but they're going to basically be going on a story where there are a circus crew and they're trying to solve problems. <laughs> yes, they're a traveling circus that moves throughout the world of Greyhawk mm -hmm. and interact with the various modules, including... Dun dun dun! Tuma horrors. But my daughter still thinks it's. She smiles when she says it. She doesn't have that look of horror. Because like, I'm not going to play it. Just I'm going to be running we'll it. Blind up people and do so much dog meat. I'm going to be running it. Yes, that's so much better. <laughs> no, I don't have to worry, feel sad when my character dies. Unless they decide to bring in some circus freaks with them. And that'd be bad because I love them because <laughs> they're my characters. That's what NPCs are all about. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to be playing on Roll20 for this game, uh, for my current, uh, for the other games I play, uh, I am in D&D Beyond, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't told you the last game of D&D yeah. Beyond I had. So, <laughs> so in that game, <laughs> sorry, my dog was eating something. So in that game, um, we were doing a Halloween special, so we were all new characters. I was Vermilion. Uh, I was a dragonborn uh, sorcerer, dragon muzzling. So I was a beautiful copper dragon. And the first thing we did was try to burn down the place. And you'll see why it's funny later. Uh, I didn't have any fire spells because I was a... Excuse me. And you hear them wanting to get out. Um, but I was, I was a, so I was copper? Is that right? Copper lightning. I thought you were uh, bronze. Bronze is lightning. I was lightning. Yes. I was a lightning dragon, and I had lightning spells. Um, so, so uh, I'm trying to remember all the players we had. Um, we had uh, uh, what's the what's the robot people called again? Warforged. Warforged. We had a Warforged boy who thought he was a real boy, but actually had a skeleton inside him. Ouch. Um, we had a character that basically uh, it was a. It was a, a homebrew race where it basically was a fish, a fish that controlled a fishbowl on top of a human body. Yep. So uh, it's like the one character from um, Umbrella Academy. Uh, we had a dwarf a barbarian, and I think that was all players. Okay. Uh, just... Does fish work? Yeah, I think 
No, we also had one more, uh, a fungus druid. Sorry, sorry, uh... Fungus druid? Yeah. He was, he was really a fungi, fungi guy. He's a fun guy? <laughs> He's a fun guy. Fun guy, okay. And he also had a little pet fungi. Um, so... I'm sure it loved him with his little fungi heart. Was it a barbarian or... or it was either a barbarian or... How did players were there? Okay, there might have been another character, or it might have been one of the other characters that also had this trait, but there was a rogue slash uh, gunslinger, too. But anyway, continue. So, we first had to enter the mansion. First, we had to pass the gate. Uh, so, the gate was uh, obviously not locked, but we didn't know that. So, I used my Dragon Bloodline uh, uh, abilities, because we were level 15, everyone was level 15. So, you know what that means? You get wings! And she, so she flew over. Yeah. Did you carry anyone? No. Ah! I mean, I could carry the fishbowl, but he needs the body. Oh, God. No, okay. the fishbowl was the, the fishbowl was the rogue slash gun slot. Okay. That's very dangerous. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't. I just flew over myself, and uh, someone made a uh, move earth. Mm -hmm. that, so they made a stairway above the, the, gate, the gate so people could get over. And then a gentle breeze came through and blew up in the gate. Boy, that was embarrassing for 15th level characters. No, but I really don't care because I'm just using what I want. I'm being dramatic for the sake of it. Okay. So, um, we, so we go, we start walking towards the mansion. And then it's, like, in front of it, it's a graveyard. So a bunch of zombies pop up. And so, so we, like, so we. Like, like toasters, like pop out of the ground? Or yeah. start crawling yeah. out? Literally crawl out, yes. Yes. Um, so, um. So in the game, uh, I was flying and I was basically avoiding everyone. Uh, so I was doing, um, I was doing like fire, uh, lightning spells, like uh, lightning bolt. So I was mm -hmm. doing so, um, and people were running and fighting them. So we defeat the zombies with minimal injuries because we're level fifteen, and mm -hmm. it was a horde of zombies. So it was like two hundred uh, HP, so it was easy to go. Okay. So uh, we continued on into this strange, into this building, um, mansion, mansion, and. I, w I decided I wanted to investigate first, but we just kind of pushed past that. So we entered the foyer, which, um, so it was, uh, it was a square room where, um, there was this gray line, line which was the floor all around it. Then there was, uh, oh wait, I can actually pull up the image. I will grab that so I can describe it better to you. Uh, make a song up so while I'm looking, okay? Make a song up? Yeah, do a thing. Do a thing. Hold on, well, here's the thing. Don't play music, no! That might get us copyrighted! <laughs> I don't want to get this podcast taken down because you do not, do not know the rule of copyright. <laughs> Just, like, makeup stuff. Talk to Noodles. Noodles is an interesting character. Noodles is, is, is my daughter's dog, by the way. Uh, He's a Whippet. Jack Russell mix. Hey, Noodles! Hey, Noodles! Okay, uh, He's like I, a gangster. I can come no, back. No, love for the lib libs. No, 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 love for I the lib I can come back now, because okay. I have the image. Sorry if you hear my laptop breathing. Uh, it's a laptop. <laughs> it's been broken many times, and I love him. Okay, so, uh, so, um, yeah, dogs get away from that. Um, so, you see the rect, you see the floor, which is, uh, like, iron or something? Okay. And then there's a red carpet with a light blue circle, which was made out of runes, and then a dark blue circle in the center. What did you wish to do? And then there was a black circle in the center of that. What? There's a black circle? Yeah. Avoid it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, wait. So we first enter and I'm just like, 
we, uh, me and the fungi investigate the ruins, and we see that the ruins are something, so we hop inside, the ruins protecting something, so we hop inside the circle to be protected. So, uh, and while doing this, um, when our other, because first, originally, the tin boy enters. So the tin boy, uh, first gets magnetized to the ground because it's me cause metal. metal, and then, uh, the fishbowl and the barbarian go to help him. But, but as we enter the circle, uh, silver fire comes out and starts, like, breathing them. Okay. And then it, ha it goes for a turn, and then it stops. And so we're, we're just like, okay, um, we can go on to the next room. But first I decided to do uh, a spell clairvoyance, I think. That's the spell I used. Yeah. Um, so I could see inside the room, but it was dark. Even though I had dark vision, that was stupid. But it doesn't work through dark vision. Dark vision doesn't work through clairvoyance. Yeah. So, uh... We decide to enter in, and so we had to deal uh, with, again with the magnetism with the tin yeah. boy, but he managed to fight through it because it was a strength save. Um, so we get into the n oh, before we get into the next room, I step in the black circle. Uh, it falls out into a pit below me. I use my wings to fly. <laughs> like, okay. What are you eating? Sorry, I have to grab something from my dog's mouth. I don't want her to choke. No. I think she swallowed whatever it was. Shit. Okay, but so so we get into the next room, um, and we most of us have dark vision, uh, except for I don't know. I think someone did, but I'm not sure. Out. Okay, sorry. We're kicking our dogs out right now. I, no. Okay. Okay. So I'll continue with my story. Um. So in so we entered into his room, and inside it, inside it was. Oh god, I have to find it again. It was under character shoes, I think. Um. Uh, maybe DMV art. Yes, uh, we're yeah. overly prepared for this. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad at this. It's my first podcast ever. So uh, it was a dull red shadow dragon. And I'm not sure if that's. Conan game, or if M made that up, uh, different M. Emmy and M are two different people, sorry. Um, if she made it up. So, first, we had a roll, so first, uh, it, we rolled, uh, the dragon was first. Uh, so, first it rolled, um, fear, I think? Okay. A fear attack. So, I was the only one, and the barbarian, because he was in rage. We were the only two that, who were not, uh, knocked by it. Well, one guy's a, one guy's a fishy anyway. No, uh, the bear, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, we start attacking it, because, uh, the other has fight off being prone. So I, for, so I decide to, um, fly off from them, because it's going to do, it's starting to do group attacks and, like, fire yeah. breath weapons, so I'm trying to avoid that. So, um, I had a genius idea, but it didn't go through. But my idea... It was one of those genius ideas. <laughs> So, my idea was to polymorph it into a deer. <laughs> Baleful polymorph? Yeah, I, pol I had polymorph. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd polymorph it into a deer. <laughs> what happened? Uh, it I saved? Yeah, I saved its wills. Yep. I think will save them. Mm -hmm. So, um, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I wasn't doing really anything uh, thing, uh, helpful. So, everyone was currently running around trying to kill it. The barbarian was running up to it, stabbing it. With his axe, I think, and the ro and the rogue slash gunslinger got up, oh, which was fishbowl, and he was doing massive damage because, like, for some reason, rogues are really good OP in like fifth edition. Which one? Oh, uh, rogues. 
like us. You attack a soul here. Except if the dragon knows you're there, you're not doing it. Yeah, but attack. you can if you just I. I think you should flank it, but yeah. No, but he was like hiding it. Uh, he used a breath weapon like to cast uh, smoke all over the place, so he was hidden. Oh, okay. So he he obviously could hide. So okay. he was doing mad ass damage. Okay. Uh, but um, well, before the did the smoke thing, uh, it first did a breath weapon, which was a smoke, which hurt people. But I was flying, so I did not get hurt by it. Um, then it did a tail attack and like a fire. I think a fire attack. Okay. So people were hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, okay, <laughs> so we were going around fighting it, um, it was, kept on doing fear attacks, so it was kept on, but, uh, then it was starting to get late, so M decided to do this genius idea where all the players, except for the dragon, could do double damage, so, instantly when she said, also we were rolling mad 20 for some that night. Okay. So, for, so for Got some reason, yeah, so for some reason, I rolled a nat 20. Then I got, uh, and this full spell did like several d6s, like 12, I think. Okay. Because I was using a ninth level spell slot. So, um, so I did 40 damage times two. Times two, times two again. Okay. So I did 40 plus 80, so 160. I did 160 damage. Ow. Yeah. Did you kill it? No. Uh, oh. that, <laughs> uh, that no. was the Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Now it knows who to kill next, though. Yeah, but it didn't. Uh, yeah. I think I got hit by one thing the whole battle, and I was pretty much fine. Because, yeah. like, everyone was almost dead by the time of the end of the battle. Yeah. I was fine. But yes, continue. Okay, so um, we managed to kill it. The rogue uh, did run, run, did running stop and, like, stabbed it in his head and, like, kept on stabbing it until it died. Mm -hmm. So uh, we killed it. Uh, then it cuts to reality. As we leave, uh, like, a haunted mansion or junkyard or something, because a bunch of kids threw our candy in there, and the, and there was a dog that was the red dragon uh, that was protecting, because we were, okay, there was a shadow dragon. Yeah, the dog with the shadow dragon. Okay. Because originally, the reason why we were, were going to this mansion was because someone stole our gold. Your candy. Yeah. And so... You're I'm, just a bunch of kids. Yeah. So, no, so in the beginning, I was, like, contemplating, like, yeah, why don't we set this place on fire and just, like, save the gold? The gold doesn't burn! Because <laughs> mm -hmm. fire burns at, fire burns, uh, at a lower level than gold gold belt. No. So, so, um, I just imagine, because we're all in our costumes. Bring the mansion down. Yeah, because, uh, we, because <laughs> we were in our Halloween costumes. I guess I was, like, a dragon character from a TV show, um, I guess, <laughs> the guy who, the kid who was, uh. You're Charizard. <laughs> I was Charizard. Um. The kid who was um, an animatronic was uh, was a dead character, and we explained to him that he was a character from Freddy Fazbear's, which, okay. if you don't know, they're uh, dead kids in robot suits. Okay. That's Freddy Fazbear's. Um, we, the fishbowl... Okay, slower again now? What? Which what, part? What, 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 what series is that from? Freddy Fazbear's. It's a game series where it's basically you get jump scared. You try not to get jump scared, but it's just a jump scare game. Okay. Um... It's like a fun game. I don't care about it. So, um... <laughs> and so, the barbarian was probably just a barbarian from barbarian dressed up as a kid. And we were, uh, we did talk about the funky guy, but we talked about the, um, guy with a fishbowl for a head. We just said, he has a fishbowl on yeah. <laughs> And that's his costume. Okay. Like, I'm worried how we'd breathe, but... Yep. So, take note, if you're ever doing, if you're ever imagining yourself in a D&D game for Halloween, 
Don't burn down the mansion. You might actually burn down the house. Yes. That's my words of wisdom. Um. What time? What else? Uh. What else are we talking about? Oh is, shit! Is that everything you had listed, listened? Uh, let me check. Uh, because it pops down. Uh. Oh yeah, that's everything. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Like a story? Um, oh, talk about your cheating story, like the one that you're passing off mom and me. Yeah, uh, I'm working on a story called Her Open Marriage Contract, which is approaching, I'd say, two-thirds completion. Um, my story, Last of the Elves, is about 90,000 words. <laughs> but again, I don't know if it'll ever thing. And I'm working on another story a uh, called Gotta Get Them All. Uh, yeah, Pokemon parody? No, it's a revenge incest story. Like some... Oh, no, Lars gonna laugh at the dogs. Okay. Um, so... Sorry if you hear that. <laughs> Calm down. Our son is upstairs with the dogs. Yeah, we, uh, we abandoned him with the dogs. <laughs> so, um, can you explain the divorce story? Because I know it, but I want the podcast to know about it. The divorce? The, the... The open marriage? The open marriage, yes. Oh, wow. Um... It starts out two years to before present date with the protagonist being a house husband and his wife being a successful electrical engineer. And he has his creative writing and English lit degrees. So um, he can't even get a job as a teacher anymore. Because he used to get a job. He worked as a teacher before they began having kids. Mm-hmm. They've got two girls. Uh, Rebecca nine and uh, Miriam seven, mm-hmm. and anyway, so he goes online and gets some good advice to start putting his life together to to re not reinvent himself but discovers rediscovers masculinity, um, and so he starts working out and doing home projects, doing the yard work, you know, and he starts putting extra money together. Um, he starts spying on her um, her social media. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was not mentioned in the contract, and learning that she spends a lot of money on her girls' nights out, mm-hmm. and that she starts dating guy. other guys who are either in relationships or actually married. Oh yeah. Yeah, that um, the first one, Jamal, actually has the wife with a screaming contest going on uh, when um, when she catches Jamal in his love nest with um, with Sabia, the protagonist's wife. Mm-hmm. It was wifey. Wifey. Hmm. And anyway, so so he takes martial arts classes, uh, learns to bow hunt, uh-huh. uh, takes his girls out bow hunting with him, and so uh, and they go to martial arts classes with him. They go to the gym with him. They go swimming classes when he runs. And so by the time the story is two years later, he can run a five k, mm-hmm. and he uh, looks like it. And he looks like it. And he suddenly meets an old uh, girl he knew from college. He just he tutored her. Mm-hmm. In uh, two classes. Um, well, 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 he was in college. When he was in college, okay. he was, but he was he was older than she was. Because was he a college teacher or like a what teacher was he? He was a uh, second grade elementary school teacher. Oh, okay. Um, but when when he was in college, he also tutored mm-hmm. uh, for the English department, and so he, this business uh, finance major um, took an elective and was having trouble, and so got a tutor, and that was him. Mm-hmm. And so she has had a crush on him. On and off over the years, she has a crush on him since then, but she didn't act on it. Mm-hmm. And so now, his fast forward ten years, mm-hmm. 
for 12 years, and she meets him again coming out of the gym, or she's coming out of the gym, he's going into the gym. And so she offers him a job working as a training officer. Uh, is this at the point where they have already prepared the marriage, uh, the marriage, uh, program? Yeah, the marriage contract was, um, was, starts out two years previously. It's, it's the catalyst which starts all the, all the other changes. So in 2018? So let's say 2018. Yes. And so by, but 2020, I, I'm not using the, um, the lockdown mm-hmm. in this story. Yeah. Um, but, and the stage I got, it's, he goes to his second tournament. Uh, with his girls, and his wife comes along, <clears throat> and um, Jackie, the friend from college, mm-hmm. shows up and starts talking to Sabia, his wife. And it, it, he leaves his phone there because he thinks his wife is going to lie about what's going on, not understanding that Jackie basically says that she's going to steal <laughs> um, Chris, our hero, away from Sabia, his wife. Mm-hmm. So, at which point he realizes that Jackie has feelings for her mm-hmm. for the first time. Uh, and I'm going to move into the, they have a relationship and Savvy gets jealous and wants to end the, end the open marriage because she suddenly realizes she doesn't want to lose her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that, you know, it's like they're not supposed to have romantic relationships. She's already broken that, mm-hmm. that covenant. In fact, she's broken all the covenants of the contract. Uh, and he, Chris complained about it, but she just said brushed him off all this time. Mm-hmm. So now it's going to come bite her in the ass. He gives her like, well, you didn't care about 24 hours notice. You know, only two weekends, you know, or only two nights uh, a month. Mm-hmm. You know, romantic relationships. No people we know mutually. No neighbors, etc., like that. Or no coworkers. Uh, coworkers. Yeah, because the the most recent one was leading to this was Sabi was dating a guy named Victor mm-hmm. uh, on multiple occasions, and it turns out she met Victor when the coworker introduced her brother-in-law, <laughs> Victor. And to her to her sister, who is currently pregnant, yes, and they hope it stays. Yeah, because she's had difficult time pregnancy. It's the the um, Victor's wife has mm-hmm. difficult time keeping a child, so she's being very careful in the stress level. And the sister kind of blew up at work when she found out she hired a private investigator. Mm-hmm. She thought Victor was cheating. Mm-hmm. She hired a private investigator, finds out that Victor's cheating with her coworker, <laughs> Savia. Also, doesn't Victor want to stay with his wife? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Like he stopped. At some point, he like says, "No, we're not doing this anymore." Correct. He 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 dumped Sabia too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sabia is already working on lining someone else up, and then all this thing comes with with Jackie and Chris, and she suddenly realizes, like, "Oh crap, what I've been doing." Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, of course, Chris is not in a, in the mental you know, position where he wants to say stop because after all the shit he's been through, mm-hmm. put there by Sabia. So it's it's what they're going to do about their marriage, you know, the kids. Um, the, mind you, Chris's job only lasts six months when the woman he's replacing comes back from maternity leave, of all things. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole thing about children and, and relationships we'll woven into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gotta Get Them All is a story where on Christmas Eve, a year and a half earlier, um, his parents, grandparents, maternal grandparents, um, and two sisters, one older, one younger, all would not help him. They, they sent him out to get something from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That turned out to be an ingredient for for alcoholic eggnog, which at 18 he would not have been allowed to have anyway. <laughs> um, and he goes out driving in a blizzard on, mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve and gets sees a, la- a pregnant lady in a car rack. Mm-hmm. So he gets out of his car to go help her. A panel truck comes down the other side of the intersection, 
Uh, he shoves the pregnant lady into her car so she gets some protection, mm-hmm. but he gets knocked across the street into the back of, of another, into the hood of another car, breaking his spine. Uh-huh. And then Pinewood Tracks blasts through the car the pregnant lady had and into him, breaking his legs. So I guess he can't walk anymore? Well, he, he goes through therapy. Okay. He can. He, he goes through therapy. So he, he, he recovers, but he slowly. doesn't, like, he doesn't, like, end his ability to walk like, right. by breaking his spine. Because, like, don't normally when you break your spine, you can no longer walk? Or you, it depends. Like, you can be a quadriplegic, which oh, is you can't do anything. <laughs> you can be a paraplegic, which is just you can't use your legs. Uh, he just, broke his spine, but it is... Um, but he was able to walk again. He's able to walk again and everything. Um, but he's getting revenge on all the, the people in his family. His grandparents, his parents, his sisters. Yep. Oh, do, what happens with the pregnant lady? Do we know or no? She's okay. I had a kid. Okay. Good yeah, him shoving in the car was the right thing to do, and she, she got knocked around a little bit. But so the baby uh, was safe. She the baby was safe. was safe. Yeah, she was safe. Um, and oddly enough, that is, I've got a sex scene of all the stories. I have the best sex scene in that story, which is just nuts. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Um... Oh, can I talk about, like, how media influences me? Yes. Because currently, like, for instance, I'm watching uh, Sense8, which is a show on Netflix about uh, these eight people who suddenly get a telepath, uh, telepathic and physical connection where they can, uh, like, see each other mentally and also control each other's bodies. Oops. It's by the Wachowski... Wachowski brothers? Sisters. They're sisters. sisters. Okay, Wachowski sisters. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's a really good show. Um, and... It's just like it wants me. I want to make a series where it's just basically these people. The only thing they have in common is that they're born on the same day, like th- between twenty four hours of each. Give year. me a story you want to write. Yeah, it's another idea. Story I want to write. Okay. I have like fifteen stories that I want to write. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, in this story, well, you get it from me, sadly. Yeah. So, I currently have uh basically three characters so far. Well, three characters that are in the connection and like. And one of the, and like uh, the character that I'm currently mainly focusing on has two like siblings slash romantic partners. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how it works is um, when uh, William turns nineteen, uh, something happens and he gets connected with several other people. Uh, one of them is his mother, but he does not know that because William is mute and he was adopted. Oh, cool. So he doesn't know it's his mother. So what weirds him out because he doesn't realize that he's in someone else's mind until he starts speaking. Which is weird, because he knows he's deaf. Mute, I mean, mute, mute. Yeah. he's mute. And he's speaking. That's not normal. So he figures out very quickly, like, this is not normal. We're probably having a second connection. Because also, William uh, started writing when he was 12, got, book, got a book deal when he was 14, and basically been set since he basically uh, writes, he has a, like... Young adult audience. Yeah. He has a, he's like a, he's a, he's, okay, he has a pen name, but he's a famous author. Okay. And he currently lives with, um... I haven't named them yet, but a girl that he was in the uh, orphanage with when he was 12, and he loved his, her art, so he, they uh, stayed in connection, and then um, his older adopted brother, because he was in the foster care system, so mm-hmm. he technically emancipated himself when he was 16, but he met up with uh, with him when he was 18, and he's 23, and the girl is like 21, so they... And when he Yeah. Okay. And they're in a... Uh, they all live together because they they can relate to each other because they're mm-hmm. all orphans and it's just like they know sign language because um, that's how William mostly communicates sign language. Um, uh, but you 
but um, now what's the sign sign language for fuck off? Uh, fuck off, loser. You make an L sig- symbol with uh, your left hand, and you do um, what? what make a I circle do? with your right hand. Uh, and now go up and down. Yep. No, and you keep your three fingers straight. Three fingers straight. Okay. And that's fuck off, oh. or like piss off, something like that. Uh, how might my daughter know that? We won't go into it. You were daring me to look at sign language. Okay, I dare you to look at sign language. <laughs> Cursing sign language. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so then there's William's mother. I don't have a name for her yet, but I really don't know anything. I just know that they they relate to each other quickly because she had to give up a child for adoption and he was adopt and he was given up for adoption. Yeah. She doesn't know much about her baby, and she doesn't even know if her baby could find her because she do not know. She's just waiting for her baby to find her. Yes. Because she, like, didn't want to give him up, but she was a young woman, and she gave birth to him on her, on her, on her birthday. Nice. Yeah. So, it's just, like... It's All just, these people were born the same day? Yeah. Just, just years apart? Yeah. And then the third character is an uh, old man from Vietnam, so he has PTSD, and he's based... Because... Uh, it's similar to uh, Sense8, is where they can c- control each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like... Um, no, there's also another character. Sorry, I forgot that character. But, um, so the Vietnam guy knows how to shoot guns, and he knows how to take apart guns. He knows, like, a lot about guns. So if they ever need a but guy... he's, like, 70. Guns don't change that. Wait, do guns change that much? No, but I was just saying, the guy is 70 years old. Yeah. That's just, like, an Iraq war veteran. No, but, like, he'll be in, like, if he's in William... He's controlling William's body, he has the strength of William's body. Yes. But he knows how... But he has the smarts of, uh, of his. Yes. Yeah, so that's how it works. He's gonna rob banks. No, they're technically is. So uh, I don't know where to set them yet because uh, I might set them because this is technically I'm cannibalizing a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, this person is a former former stunt driver, now getaway driver for a gang. Uh, she <laughs> was childhood's best friend with the current gang leader of it, who was son of a, another gang leader who inherited all his stuff. So now her and her team are basically just like. Uh, Big names and robbing, and she and she knows how to stand drive. Like she, cool. so like when they're doing getaways, she does like the semi truck coming and she slides underneath it with a bag of money and a guy behind a guy with a bag of money behind her, and the they slide under and then she like stays up and drives off as the car hits the semi truck. <laughs> like that stuff. Yes. Like yeah. But yeah, so uh, that's for the characters so far. Uh, yeah. But like uh. I don't know anything about them. I just want to have, because, I, I know that there might there has to be something with the people who do heists and who owns the gang. Well, this is the creation process, folks. Yeah. So I have to figure out like what I actually want the story to be like. Why do they interact? Why do they get the powers? Why is it specifically because they're all born on the same day? Is it because it's a new genetic um genetic connection that Abnorm- human abnormality abnormality that human are getting? Who knows? And so yeah. Oh yeah, there's another horror story that I also am writing. Oh! I'm telling you all my stories. Uh, we still have time. It's only 35 minutes. Okay. So, so this one's called "Night of the Living Bitch." Um, <laughs> it sort of starts off as you see these groups of teens. There's like seven groups of teens, like they're all friends. Um, they're from wealthy families, affluent families in this in this uh, city or little town. Um, and recently, one a student has gone missing. Uh, she was. Uh, her name was Daisy, and she was an affluent member 
but she, uh, she was not affluent, but she was a poor member, like, she had, she only lived with her dad, and her dad worked. But she was loved, she had, like, a charming personality. So, um, so, uh, first it starts off with one of the girls who does fencing, and, uh, she, uh, she's, like, cleaning up late at night after she's done fencing at her, um, at her, like, studio. Mm -hmm. Um, so she's, like, cleaning herself up. But then suddenly someone comes out of the shadows with, like, wearing a double mask, which she freaks out over, because she knows what that means. But, um... What does it mean? I'll tell you in a moment. But, no! But so, um, the girl, uh, they start fighting, and, uh, the girl gets disarmed, and, uh, she eventually wakes up tied to a chair. And then you see someone burning her finger fingers to get rid of her fingerprints, pulling out all her teeth. And then cutting off her face. The and, person the devil mask is doing this. Yes. And so the revelations, the 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 meaning of the devil mask. The revelation. The affluent families are all cult members. And so uh so so to initiate their kids they had to do a murder or something. Um so they and they had to do it like a ritual from the book. So they um they pick, they do the first ritual, which was to make them a mortal, because they think, oh, this is how we, it works. So they, they kill Daisy, mm -hmm. and um, they pull off her skin and then put a devil mask over her, and like start ripping off the rest of her skin, and like she's mostly died, but yeah, uh, they and the parents come to do the cleanup because you can't just leave a dead body in the middle of the woods. Yeah, um, so. Because, like, during the during the comic or movie, I'm not sure if which, um, you see, uh, you see, uh, the main character, Guy, uh, his little sister is, uh, told to bring down meat to, uh, the patient that they have downstairs or something like that. Um, so the older brother does not see what, who this is, but he thinks it's, like, another victim that they're going to sacrifice. Um, so, basically, originally, all the, uh, all the seven kids who were involved in this scenario, mm -hmm. uh, get murdered off one by one. Um, then... So they weren't immortal after all. Yeah. But they don't know, because they can't, because they can't identify the bodies. Okay. That, so. Because it's also, like, stripped naked, and so it's just, like, how do you identify the body? You don't have a DNA sample, because it's not a kid who got in trouble. And you don't you have... You identify from, from, from close, close can. Hairbrushes, etc. Okay, so I guess... Sorry. I can't make it spooky. I'm trying to make it like who is this who died? They burn the body. You burn the body, okay. and, and so you can't get a DNA from it because the DNA is usually taken from the teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. If she well, moved, she's already moved the teeth. Yeah. And then her fingerprints, just in case. Okay, so yeah, she just she takes off the face and burns the body. Yeah. So there, so all these kids start dying, and you think that this is going to be a horror movie where that guy um. Where it's just like they thrive because they are the victims, but no, really, they're the person who started all this. Yes. And like uh, then it, then I I have the idea for the final scene. Uh, the mm. guy, the guy, the the guy who was the head honcho of the kids. Uh, he is currently injured in front of a parked car that is playing. Um. Uh, let me let me pull up the song because I know what song I want. Uh. No. Uh, sorry. Um, go to history and bling. Uh, Princess Castle by Jasmine Bean. Um, it's a really good song and I love it because it super inspires me. I'll play it to you after this if you want to do that. 
But, um, so, uh, the song is playing, and you see him, like, injured, and he's, like, and you see her come up, and she removes her devil mask, and she's laughing, cause, and he's confused, because she should be dead. And then his parents come out, like, parents come out of the woodworks. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it isn't the children who, it is, it's only the strongest who survive, the ones who become immortal, that live. So... The Daisy survives. Yeah, Daisy becomes and therefore immortal. becomes immortal. Like, and she's corrupted by Satan, or whatever demon I choose to like inspired by. Yep. But yeah. So isn't it a good horror movie? Yes, it's good. It's yeah. like a good good twist to it at the end too. Yeah, because you because it first starts out with Daisy missing, and you don't know what happened to you. You just know yeah. she's missing, and then it turns out that they killed her. Mm-hmm. And there's some trying to survive and trying to figure out how to kill her, and then she wins. So yeah, Daisy wins. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about anything else in this podcast? No, no, I'm I'm pretty done. Yeah. Uh, if you wanna come, uh, I would really appreciate if you start commenting on the podcast or like somewhere where I can see it, like on on um, uh, Spreaker. I'm not sure how, where I'm gonna find it, or like on uh, Apple Play. Like I I get my podcast from Apple Play, so that's what I get. Um, like. If you know where to find comments, like, that'd be appreciated. Either comment, like, you can tell us on our Twitters or, um, or, um, you can tell my dad to, like, comments on his stories, like, if you want to. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast, and goodbye! This is Final Stand. And this is Stabbergast, signing out!